In both the Old and New Testaments, God has made many promises to us, the church, and he will fulfill every promise that he has given to us. Just as he fulfilled every promise that he gave to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God promised the children of Israel the land on the other side of the River Jordan. Three of the tribes asked for their inheritance to be the land on the Egyptian side of Jordan. But for all the other tribes of Israel, their land was across the River Jordan. And all of the tribes went across, even the ones that had inherited land on the Egyptian side of Jordan. Even they went across to help their brethren to inherit the land which God had given them. There were over 600,000 men over the age of 20 in their group. It would take a lot of land to uphold their cattle and their flocks. God had given them specific lands and they had to go over and take the land. Just like we have to enter into God's rest by taking those scriptures by faith and believing them. They had to go in and take the land by the word of God which he had given them. The first obstacle they came to was the River Jordan. If you think of a mighty river overflowing its banks, that was what it was like. They had no bridges. They had no boats. How are they going to get across the River Jordan? It's going to be done by faith. It's just like we get across every problem of this present life by turning to God and having faith in what he has told us and doing what he has told us. They did the same thing. Joshua chapter 3, verse 5. And Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And Joshua spake unto the priests, saying, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and pass over before the people. And they took up the Ark of the Covenant and went before the people. Verse 10, And Joshua said, Hereby ye shall know that the living God is among you, and that he will without fail drive out from before you the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Hivites and the Parasites and the Gergashites and the Amorites and the Jebusites. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth passeth over before you into Jordan. Now, therefore, take you twelve men out of the tribe of Israel, out of every tribe, a man, and it shall come to pass 
as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests that bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of Jordan, that the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that come down from above, and they shall stand upon an heap. And as they that bear the ark were come into Jordan, and the feet of the priests that bear the ark were dipped in the brim of the water, for Jordan overflowed all his banks all the time of harvest, that the waters which came down from above stood and rose up upon an heap very far from the city Adam, that is, beside Zaratan, and those that came down toward the sea of the plain, even the salt sea failed, and were cut off. And the people passed over right against Jericho. And the priest that bare the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of Jordan, and all the Israelites passed over on dry ground until all the people were passed clean over Jordan. In the New Testament church, we enter in to things of God each time we believe a scripture given to us by the Holy Spirit. In Hebrews 3, we read about entering into the promises of God. Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, in the day of temptation, in the wilderness. Wherefore, God says, I was grieved with that generation, and said, They do always err in their heart, and they have not known my ways. So I swear in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. While it is said today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation. But with whom was he grieved forty years? Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? And their sin, what was their sin? Unbelief. They didn't believe what God said to them, those who fell in the wilderness. Verse 18, And to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believed not. So we see that they could not enter in to the promised land 
because of unbelief, and they fell in the wilderness, and they died in the wilderness, never seeing the promised land because they didn't believe God was able to do the things that he said he would do for them. All of this is an example for us, warning us about unbelief, about taking on thoughts of devils which say, can God really do that? Did God really say that? Is that what God really said? See, thoughts come to us like that to discourage us. You must not entertain thoughts of devils. So we see they could not enter in because of unbelief. Let's continue with chapter 4 of the book of Hebrews, Hebrews 4. Let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. Now let's talk about this entering into his rest. When you believe that which the Holy Spirit says to you, you enter into the rest of God. An example, in 2021, I was bombarded with all kinds of negative thoughts. What will happen if you can't walk? If you can't walk, you can't live here. You'll have to go to assisted living. What will you do then? How will you handle that? And I cried out to God, God, help me. And I heard, God will supply all your need. And I said, that's right. God will supply all my need. That's what will happen. See, I entered in to a rest of God when I believed the word that was spoken to me that day by the Spirit of God. And when I entered into that rest, that devil that was trying to torment me disappeared. Not forever. They don't disappear forever. There will be another opportunity for them to speak and to try to cause you to doubt the word of God. But it's the same story over and over. That devil will try to send thoughts to torment us. We turn to God saying, help me. He gives us his word by the Holy Spirit, the word that will stop the arrows of the devil. When we believe the word that is given to us by the Holy Spirit, we enter in to the rest of God. Not all enter in, only some enter in by faith to that rest. In verse 2 of Hebrews 4, For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Faith has action attached to it. If you believe what God has said, there is a suitable action attached to that word. For example, my cousin, who was 97 at the time this happened, said, oh, I do well during the daylight, but when it starts to get evening, I just get so lonely. I said, oh, well, all you have to do is just call on God. 
and ask him to help you, and he will. The next time she spoke to me, about two weeks later, she said the same thing. She said, oh, I do so well during the afternoon, but at evening I just get so lonely. See, she didn't enter in to the Word of God by faith. She did not enter in by doing that Word of God. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God that passes all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So, when we are troubled, we let our requests be made known to God. Please help me. If we have faith in God, we enter in to his rest, for he will give us something, and we hold on to that word he's given us, believing that word. But this is what so many church people fail to do. They do not enter in to the promises of God. They hear the promises of God, but they don't really believe them, and they don't act upon them. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So when you hear a word from God, or when you call on God for help, and he brings you a word by his Spirit, we have to take action. Not only do we believe that word, but we then act upon it. Do what is appropriate to that word. In 2018, I fell at my house in Texas as the ambulance workers were rolling me past the front door of my house. I heard this from God by his spirit. You'll never see this house again. In the hospital, I put the house up for sale. One of the people in our church group at that time said, I don't see how you can do this. I don't see how you can put your house up for sale. I said, but I've heard from God. He said I would never see that house again. See, I really believed that word. If I had not believed the word, then I wouldn't have put the house up for sale. I put the house up for sale, moved to Colorado directly from the rehab hospital. The house was on the real estate market in Texas for one and a half years before it sold. During that time, I prayed, and I would say, Now, God, I know that this is your will for that house to sell because you told me I would never see the house again. Pray according to the word God has given you. In a year and a half, the house sold. We enter into the promises of God through faith in that word of God and through our actions, which are compatible with the word that we have heard. They did not enter in because they did not believe the word. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.